0: Boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound racing wrap across Victoria. RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. Here's Simone Fisher. And good morning on this very first Saturday for 2019, the 5th of January. If you've been listening to RSN throughout the week, you would have heard that this is in fact the 100th show, a milestone that I'm quite proud of. So thank you to everyone who has supported the show so far. Seeing as it's going to be a huge night of racing at the meadows tonight with the final of the Fakeway Silver Chief, I'll be talking to trainers Joy McDowell and Jason Fletcher and also George Ferrugia. Firstly, let's take a look at what's been making news this week. What's making news around the kennels? The $100,000 to the winner Silver Chief final for young male dogs will be run tonight at the Meadows. The fastest qualifier, Baruga Brett, has drawn box one and is likely to start the favourite. In true Meadows style, they have a huge pirate-themed family night planned and with the good weather forecast, it's sure to be a great night on and off the track. Also on the program is the Bendigo to Meadows final as well as a $12,000 to the winner Damsels Dash. We'll hear more about all this from George Ferruja shortly. The Warrnambool Seaside Carnival has begun, they have been, and will be continuing to race on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays until January the 12th. It's always a terrific time there down in the southwest and um, always many families who are holidaying down in the campsites usually make their way up to the Greyhounds at least once. The launching pad series is still a few months away, but entry forms for the Sweepstakes event go on sale on Monday at $2,000 each. They are fully transferable, just days up until the event and full details and conditions can be found on both the Sandown and GRV websites. It was muzzles off for retired chasers from January the 1st. Any retired greyhound that is no longer racing does not have to wear a muzzle. However, leads must stay on at all times. Greyhound owners are urged to use their common sense and still use a muzzle if they feel that it is in the best interest of the safety and welfare of their dog. And speaking of GAP and retired greyhounds, GAP are holding an adoption weekend in a few weeks' time with over 100 dogs up for adoption over three days at the Seymour Kennels. All the details can be found on the GRV website.
1: Talking Greyhounds
2: is presented by Group 1 Fakeway Greyhound Silver Chief Classic. Tonight at the Meadows. Electrifying racing, pirate fun and water activities for the kids. And entry is free. Find out more at
1: themeadows.org.au Racing Southern Ripple out the center jump fairly well away very fast there. Starboy going up quickly. Kinlock Moss on the outside and behind them then came Smart Knocker. Turning the back straight, Smart Knocker and Hornet in trouble. Go down the back straight and Kinlock Moss the leader. Sped away three in front. Peter Allen goes after it. About four lengths away then. King Southern Ripple Next over on the inside there is tracker Jack Skipper. then came Starboy. Riddles. Well back Black Hornet and Smart Knocker. Turning for home though. Kidlock Moss is going well. It's traveling beautifully in the lead. Kinlock Moss. And won the first semi
0: and joining me in now in is like trainer Joy McDowell, who puts the polish on Kinlock Moss. Good morning, Joy. Thanks for talking oh, talking greyhounds with us this Saturday morning. Uh, good morning, Simone. <laughs> an exciting time. Kinlock Moss through to the Silver Chief final. Silver Chief final. Is this your first Group One trained
3: greyhound? Ah, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: So it must be uh, quite a, a, I guess, a nervous time for you, but an exciting time as well.
3: Uh, it is actually. I sort of, you know, gotta keep pinching myself, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Last week in his heat, he began really well. He, he cleared the field into the first term. Is that what it turn is that what he has to do this week?
3: Yeah, he definitely has to do that again. Yeah. He's sorta of not overly reliable out of the boxes. Sometimes he jumps in the air instead of jumping out. So he definitely has to jump out tomorrow night. Well,
0: tonight, yeah. T- tonight, yes. Um, yeah. He hasn't got a lot of pace drawn either side of him. Um, given that, he's still, like he says, he still needs to get away to a good he still start, needs, doesn't he? to get
3: away,
0: yeah. You've come up with box six again. That's what he had in his heat, uh, a yeah. semi-final. He's had three wins from box six. Do you like him drawn outside of the track or not?
3: Um, I'd pr- probably prefer him nearer the fence, but Ashley likes box six, so... Well, you've got to go with what the husband says. Differing opinion, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He ran a 29.95 in his Um, semi-joy. You must have been very pleased that he broke the 30 seconds.
3: Yes, I couldn't believe it, actually, yeah. I've never had a dog break 30 there, so... Well, he's been...
0: Sorry, he's been running really good times at Sandown. He runs consistently around the 29.5s at Sandown.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, he does.
0: So so on his run, do you think that if he got to the front that he's got anything left in him or do you think that's probably what he can do at the moment?
3: Well, he seems to be improving, you know, his last few runs. So we can always hope he, you know, finds a little bit more, but he'll have to find a lot to beat the red.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, I think there's a few greyhounds that might have to um, find quite a bit (laughs) as well. Have you been setting him for this race for a while, Joy?
3: I always was going to have a go at it with him, I I actually didn't think he'd make the final, I just wanted to, you know, if you don't put him in, you you know, you don't know what they're going to do, so, yeah, I didn't actually set him for it, but I was going to have a go at it.
0: And it certainly paid off uh, this far, Uh, he's likely to start some decent odds in the final, is that good or bad for you, do you like the fact that he's probably one of the outsiders and um, it takes the pressure off you and you can just enjoy the moment?
3: Yeah, I'd prefer him to be an outsider, actually. I don't, I'm not overly keen on having favourites.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it really puts the pressure on you then,
3: doesn't it? It does, that's right.
0: Now, this greyhound, he's been beautifully bred by Kinglock Bray out of Mapunga Moss, and um, for anyone that's followed greyhounds for any amount of time, they would know that Barry Smith, the owner, is synonymous with the Mapunga greyhounds. How did you happen to get Kinlock Moss to train?
3: Uh, actually, I bought him off to Barry. Right. Um, it was just a fluke. I was with Barry and he'd already sold him. And the guy that was going to take him had bought, bought into a business and said, look, I can't afford him. And I said to Barry, well, like, as you know, Barry's litters are usually sold, you know, at least two litters before. And I said to him, I said, look, if there's no one else on the list, I'll buy him. Right. And that's how I ended up with him.
0: So have you had him since a pub?
3: Uh, yeah, since he was about three months
0: old, yeah. So it must be quite satisfying for you as well.
3: Yeah, that's right.
0: And you've yeah. had, I know over the years you've trained many greyhounds for Barry. Um, is this one he's thinking, oh damn, I've let one go?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think Barry's in
0: progress. <laughs> no, I honestly he's don't
3: think... He's just glad to see
0: his bread win. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, My apologies there. Your name is Joy McDowell. He's there as the owner, not Barry. But I think we just all get carried away thinking Mapunga equals Barry. Yeah,
3: that's That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: he's a greyhound, Joy. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with over the years. He's, yeah, I've had a
3: lot of fun with him already, actually,
0: yeah. I, I bet you have. He's had 10 wins, 8 placings from his 32 starts. And he races quite well at the Meadows as well. He's had 7 starts there for 3 wins already in a couple of placings. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, so, he, he, go,
0: he goes well there, so, yeah. And the 3-hour the drive, um, I guess it makes it worth it when you've got a greyhound in a Group 1.
3: Yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah I'm sending Ashley down again, so, yeah. Oh, are you coming down for the final? Uh, no. You're not? Oh. No, not unless one of his co-drivers pulls out. No, I'll be staying
0: home. <laughs> I guess there's always dogs to do at home, isn't there?
3: Yeah, that's right. I'd, r- I'd rather look after the ones at home and, yeah, he's got him there, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no no point uh, changing, winning combination.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. And has everything gone to
3: plan during the week, Joy? Um. As far as the dog, yeah, um, we've had a few issues and I'm just sort of waiting for something else to happen.
0: But Oh, well, maybe that might yeah. be the win. It might be a yeah. change. It might be the oh, win. Well, hopefully
3: tra- <laughs> change of luck, that's
0: right. <laughs> oh, well, look, it's um, exciting, Joy. Um, all the best of luck to you in the final tonight. Um, we'll be looking out for Kinlock Moss from Box 6.
1: Uh, thanks Simone. Racing fantastic Yankee out fast on the inside lead settling down over deliver followed then by Backburn who's third followed then by Rio Brave into the first turn dropping out to last there would have been electric caution going down the back straight on fantastic Yankee the leader sped away fantastic Yankee went about six lengths clear over Rio Brave Axel Footloose followed further back then by Black Signature then came Jabrana well back now deliver followed then by Backburn electric caution turning fantastic Yankee the leader two lengths clear Rio Brave is trying to pick the margin back, but fantastic Yankee home from Rio Brave, third on the race axle footloose followed by Jabrina then came black signature followed by Deleba. And with plenty and of interstate
0: representation Bird. this year, we have Jason Fletcher joining us now um, with fantastic Yankee. Jason, good morning uh, Morning Simone Jay, A big thrill, you you'd seem to do quite well down here in Melbourne uh,
4: I'll do, do my best
0: anyway <laughs> Oh, You've come down a few times for some group races
4: Yeah, no, it's the the pinnacle of greyhound racing down in Victoria and you you want to compete against the best and it's always a good time.
0: It sure is, especially when you've got a greyhound like Fantastic Yankee. I mean, you were very lucky last week. You got a run as a reserve in the semi-final and now you've made it through to the final.
4: Yeah, no, just everything sort of fell into place last week. Getting getting box one as well... Extremely lucky, but um, he he grabbed the opportunity with with both feet. So, hopefully, um, yeah, he he can do it again tomorrow night. He
0: sure sure did. Ran a 5.02 to the first mark. um, Outstanding there. If he does that again, surely he's in with a big chance.
4: Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. I think uh, Beru, the dog in the one, he he ran 5.03. So, there, there wasn't much between the first section. But um, he, Yankee can actually come out a, a little like he's run five thirty six at Wentworth Park. So if he can just get under five tomorrow night, it'd be uh, tonight. would be the, the the night for him to do it. And he's
0: run some great times at Wentworth Park as well, hasn't he? A twenty nine fifty eight. I mean, this guy can really
4: run. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that was on a, on a Wednesday meeting. So um, like the track's not really conducive to, to fast times on a Wednesday so for him to do that on a, on a Wednesday night like he's he's got a very big motor.
0: He sure has he showed that in his semi-final win um, you had Rio Brave chasing you down were you concerned at all that he was going to pick you up in the concluding stages of the race?
4: Oh, not really um, I think Rio Brave is a, a very good greyhound but um, when Yankees sort of, he's it, it, got a bit of fight in him and and uh, yeah, no, he, he was never going to sit down.
0: He's, he's only been racing about six months, Jason. Um, he's only had 11 starts, so a lightly race chaser. Has there been any reason for that?
4: Um, he, he just sort of turned two last week, so yeah, I, I want him to last an, another year or two, so I'm just sort of trying to look after him and do the
0: best by the dog Like I mentioned, 11 starts, he's one of the more inexperienced in the field but he showed that um, he's certainly got the race smarts and he, he's he got that ability, you've come up with box two are you happy with the draw?
4: Yeah, very happy one would have been the preferred option but two second best so <laughs> no, he's, he, he's a hard railer and um yeah, hopefully he just gets to the rail first and 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 uh, shoots, shoots away with a, a nice lead. It does
0: look like it's going to be a great contest into that first turn, and um, he can miss the start slightly on occasions. Let's hope he doesn't do that tonight for you, but um, it looks like it may be a great contest between the one and the two where the pace is.
4: Yeah, I, I think I think the, the one dogs like he's a very experienced, uh, old hard head with, with an enormous amount of ability so he's it's, it's going to be extremely hard to beat And um, but, but in saying that the, the whole field it, it's, a, it's a great field every dog has earned its, earned its spot there and, and uh, it would be no surprise to see any of the eight dogs win.
0: And with this greyhound of yours Jason, um, is it a greyhound that you've bred yourself?
4: Yeah I, I, uh, I, I've sort of had the breed for a few generations now, and and uh, yeah, I've, I've bred him, whelped him, reared him, trained him, and it's done done the whole lot. So to to be in races with with uh, a greyhound where you where you do the whole lot, it, it's sort of it's
0: pretty special. Oh, I bet it is, and um, will be even more special. Tonight, if you can take out the Silver Chief final, uh, but there's been some outstanding chases throughout the years, um, I wouldn't have to tell you, but um, when we think of the Silver Chief, Chariot Supreme, awesome assassin, last year out of range and look, your guy, he's um, certainly got the credentials, I think, to put his name up there as well, if everything goes to plan.
4: Yeah, no, look, even though I'm from New South Wales, the, the, the Silver Chief it's, it's just uh, one of those races with an aura around it and um, yeah, if, if, if we were lucky enough to, to win it, it would, just, it would just mean everything. All the best Jason. Okay. Thanks Simone.
0: Talking
2: Greyhounds is presented by Group 1 Fakeway Greyhound Silver Chief Classic. Tonight at the Meadows. Electrifying racing, pirate fun and water activities for the kids. And entry is free. Find out more at themeadows.org.au
0: And we're talking all things the Meadows and Silver Chief here this morning on Talking Greyhounds and Someone who's uh, great at talking the meadows is George Farija. Good morning, George.
2: Good morning, Simone. How
0: are you? Good. A big night, a big day, big night at the meadows tonight, Um, not just on the track but off the track also.
2: Yeah, we love the fact that it's the first group one uh, every year and uh, we've got a a cracking silver chief as we do every year. You know, obviously the best uh, young male greyhounds uh, head over to the meadows and we always have a really great interstate feel uh, to it, um, and this year is no different with four of the greyhounds starting their careers elsewhere and uh, coming down to try to take our spores. But uh, as we uh, found out, this is a race that's been won by Victorian trained greyhounds since its inception <laughs> in the 60s, which is an amazing stat considering how many great greyhounds there's been uh, from, from Sydney and Queensland and all sorts
0: places across Australia Yeah, sure is, I've had Jason Fletcher on the phone already this morning and um, I didn't mention that to him so perhaps he's better off not knowing, doesn't put the pressure on him (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, it's probably a little bit of a voodoo he doesn't want to hear about but <laughs> yes. geez, doesn't he doesn't doesn't he go into the race with a with a terrific young greyhound, so uh, yeah hes uh, he could be the first uh,
0: he he could well be um just briefly on fantastic Yankee, he's only been lightly raced this chaser, but he's only just turned two, so he started racing him at about eighteen months but only had eleven starts, so I think he's been nurturing this greyhound along and yeah, of course you've got to take these races when you can, but Baruga Brett George. Favourite off the red, the fastest qualifier. This greyhound's really putting his starts together very consistently. We saw probably six months ago he um, could miss it and, you know, come home really well. But um, now he's doing it at both ends.
2: Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head. He was, he's always been a very talented greyhound, but he, he, he was capable of bombing the start. What I like about him in this race, um, as you would have seen, Simone, is that he's been racing against the best greyhounds in Australia for the last oh, three months or so. Um, you know, obviously he went through the Melbourne Cup series, ran 29.08 at Sandown just before the Melbourne Cup um, kicked off. He won the Melbourne Cup night sprint in really fast time against very good greyhounds. And I think that'll pro- probably hold him in really good stead. But it'll all mean nothing if he doesn't begin well, and, and that's going to be the key for him, obviously, tonight.
0: Of course, with fantastic Yankee drawn on his outside, who can miss a start on occasions, but if he runs around that 5.02 last week, um, he will probably put some pressure on Baruga Brett. Then Sinarchi from Box 3, this Greyhound's only had five starts. A big step up in class, but um, looks like it's got some ability as
2: well. Yeah, it does. And I mean, it would be a monumental effort to win, you know, a Silver Chief at your sixth race start. I mean, I'm not sure what the record is, but it would be right up there um, with the most inexperienced of winners. Look, he started his career in Angle Park running 29.50 as a maiden, which is extraordinary, really. It's a very, very fast time. He comes from this very good litter, Fernando Bauer, Ronda Rocks. And, yeah, look, another advantage to him is he begins really well and he's two starts at the Meadows. He's managed to break 30 seconds. So you'd say that uh, he's certainly in with a chance. And I think that's the only fly in the ointment that I can see for Baruga Bread is he's got so much speed drawn in two and three.
0: Mm, he has. Number four, Chips and Trains, a WA-trained uh, chaser. A remarkable story that people can read about on the website, Um, Chips and Trains, runs in memory of um, Pippa Ray, who died of um, a brain tumour, I I think it was, um, a number of years ago. Young Pippa, and um, yeah, an absolutely tragic story there, but Chips and Trains just keeps this legacy alive and raises money for um, medical research in that department, I think, George.
2: Yeah, it is. It raises funds for the Legs 11 Pippa Syndicate, which... um, yeah, he's there to create awareness and support research into children's brain cancer. And look, it's just tragic circumstances when you think about things like that, especially those who have kids. And I, I think everyone uh, has a little soft spot for Chips and Trains when he first started racing in WA. He took out a group race over there. The only time he's really been beaten more recently in WA was against Weston Augie. And I mean, we've we've had a really good look at Weston Augie. Of course, he's, you know he's, he made a Melbourne Cup final, he won a national sprint championship at Sandown. So. I think that, again, he he comes to, although it's a very, very good race, he's sort of used to this class in a sense where he's been up against very, very good dogs in his home state.
0: Rio Brave jumps from box five. He has um, been in a group three at Ipswich recently in the hands of David Gill. And uh, David, I think he could turn, he's got the Midas touch at the moment, but um, Rio Brave, he ran ran home very well behind Fantastic Yankee.
2: Well, it's it's a little bit of uphill Jill probably opening the floodgates a little bit for David. It's <laughs> a terrific. It's terrific two years, isn't he? Really, as a trainer, and all credit to him, of of course, with My Redeemer. But he gets this greyhound who who came to Victoria with really really big raps from from Queensland, running around the twenty nine seventy mark, Simone at Albion Park. And look, I thought his run last week was outstanding, and getting too. beat. Yeah, wasn't it a mm, huge run? It was. The, the issue with him, Simone is box five. I mean yeah. it's just again. Hasn't
0: had any luck with the box draw here? No. Then Kinlock Moss... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, George. Sorry to all our listeners about that, but um <laughs> things happen. Um, Kinlock Moss has spoken to Joy McDowell and she said he does need to begin and she's very surprised but absolutely thrilled to have him in the final. She wasn't actually setting him for this race, but uh, the fact he's been running around twenty nine fives at Sandown, she had to give it a crack. Number seven, Slingshot Hammer. This greyhound won a Group 3 at Cranbourne. Um, it's a greyhound that... Uh, isn't the quickest away. It probably um, doesn't seem too badly drawn out wide, George. What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think it's well-drawn, and I might be a little bit biased only because I've had a few dollars on this greyhound (laughs) throughout the series. Look, he was one of our best bets on RSN in the heat, and he didn't let us down. And he went around last week at $3.20, which was really surprising to me. I know he had box two. He was against Chips and Trains who led, uh, but he's just such a talented greyhound slingshot hammer, and Mm. you're right. I think he's pretty well drawn. I know Kinloch Moss can begin well and will start hunting down to the fence. And I think if there is an X factor of this race or a dark horse, I reckon it's Slingshot Hammer.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, to Everyone might want, want to have a sneaky little bet on Slingshot Hammer. And number eight, Penta Allen. This greyhound made up a lot of ground behind Kinloch Moss. Um, for Mark Delbridge, it's had a win from box eight and it's had four wins with three placings from nine starts at the Meadows as well. Um, not always the best draw out wide at the Meadows, but um, look, he, he could be in with a chance the way he ran home last week.
2: Yeah, look, he's, he's, I really like this greyhound because it it takes a talented greyhound to go from maiden grade five class all the way to free-for-all pretty quickly, and he, he did that within the space of 10 starts, so he's obviously got heaps of ability, uh, Penta Allen, but you're right. He's not blessed with amazing early speed, and from box eight, Uh, a few of these are going to be out and gone. Uh, And again, like Rio Brave and a few others, I don't think he's the best drawn in the race. So I think he'll be longer odds, but uh, I think he's got a huge future, Penzer Allen. Well, George, I just mentioned before, some of
0: the greyhounds that have won this race throughout history are uh, Chariot Supreme, Awesome Assassin. Last year we heard Out of Range, and I can't think of any others off the top of my head, but it's one of those races that can set a greyhound up with a stud career as well, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's not bad little thing to have on your resume. No. You <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, obviously out of range uh, last weekend uh, last year, and we all know what a terrific litter that turned out to be. Out of yeah. range, poke to Bear, these type of brands, fully loaded, who so have gone on to have uh, terrific careers. And yeah, look, that last year's final was awesome, and I think um, some of the place getters included Degani who, for uh, for Billy McMahon, who's gone on to have a very good career too. So it sort of sets them up you know, for the next 12 to 18 months of, of racing. And I don't think this year will be any different.
0: No, it certainly won't be. Um, any of these eight greyhounds really deserve to win this final. George, I know you'll be late on, the sh- um, on RSN later this morning going through the form a little bit more in depth. So um, looking out for that. And um, if you want to have a, a bet or find what the best value is, um, listen to RSN because I know George has all the good mail and uh, you'll be out there tonight, George, in force, I suppose, on the social media and um, just, uh, look, it's just a great night of racing.
2: Yeah, it is, and it's it's one of our um, planned family nights. Of course, we've got a water theme this year, or a pirate theme for the kids, where you know we have heaps of free kids' entertainments and costume competitions and dunking machines and water slides and all this type of thing. And as you as you know, Simone, getting out there, we we usually get a really really good crowd at the Meadows for for these type of family nights, and, and tonight will be no different. If you want to uh, contact the club, nine three double five five triple two. I think there's only limited, limited spots in the dining room available tonight, but uh, might want to come down and make a real big night of it.
0: Yep, no doubt, George. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll look forward to the final. Thanks, Simone. It's the expert pick, Simone's Run of the Week. And sticking with a Silver Chief flavour here, and Baruga Brett gets my Run of the Week for his semi-final win in the Silver Chief last Saturday night at the Meadows in the time of 29 and 69. A dog to follow this week. Say hi. It won its maiden final at only its second start at Sandown on Thursday night in the time of 29.81. It does have some pace. It did run a second there on debut and I think it's one to really look out for, trained by Paul Bartolo. If anyone's looking for a best bet, race five, number six, Payton, tonight at the Meadows. It's aiming for its fourth win in a row. Let all the way last start at the venue, winning in 29.75. Doesn't seem to have a lot of pace either side of it and this week uh plenty coming up again of course uh the meadows a race friday this week we have the final of the warrigal cup next saturday night and in a couple of weeks the gap adoption weekend so as we say every week here on talking greyhounds you keep those tails wagging